This is Aldrin Sampia on Beyond the Headline. It is eight minutes after five o'clock and it's time for the interview. Today we're in conversation with Carl Niehaus on his new path and assessment of the country's political environment, at least from his perspective. So Carl Niehaus um, helps us decipher the old political adage that uh, says that there are no permanent friends or enemies in politics, but only permanent interest. This, as most of you are probably aware, that a lot has happened in the country since the days of the so-called ANC Premier League group. Do you remember that? Um, they were a very influential group. They were dubbed the ANC Premier League. Um, that include Ace Mahashule, the former um, the Premier of the Free State, um, Supra Maumapilu, who was the Premier of the Northwest at the time, as well as Didi Mabuza, who was the Premier of Mbumalanga. So they played quite a critical role and were dubbed also as kingmakers within the ruling party. Some of the leaders who were allies at some point no longer see eye to eye, resulting in the formation of new political parties like Karl Niehaus's African Radical Economic Transformation, Areta, and Karl Niehaus is now joining us in studio. Karl, good afternoon. Thank you so much for making time for us. Good afternoon, Aldrin, and thank you so much for having me this afternoon. I appreciate it. I want to go back to um, there. Were, there were, I think sometime last year when Ace Mahashula was appearing in court, you were there with um, with uh, Supra Maumapilu, um supporting Ace Mahashula. And I remember how um, the the police officers were ha- um, handling you guys at the time. And I remember sharing with our audience that it's such a weird thing witnessing all of this because it almost seems that um, you get to experience people in a different way and how they are treated differently once they are no longer in those positions of power. But certainly you guys were tight and you guys were together. But now it doesn't seem that that is the point anymore. It doesn't seem that that's the case anymore. What happened? Aldrin, what you describe was something very disturbing for me at the time when the police pushed me and comrade Supramal Mupelo around. In fact, I got a hard bash against the head. As you know, I wear hearing aids. My hearing aids were actually damaged in that situation. And similarly, comrade Supramal Mupelo was treated very, very badly. And it reminded me, and I said so during the time of the old apartheid era, and you're right, that Comrade Supra and myself shared a very special bond in that situation because we were both facing a new phase of repression by the South African police under circumstances that we didn't expect because certainly we didn't expect to be treated like that by the police of a democratic state. And in fact, subsequently, both Comrade Supra and myself did lay complaints with the South African police, but I must be sad to say that we never got any luck out of it. We were never given any proper hearing by the South African police. So yes, we shared a lot. It wasn't only that particular incident. Yeah. We also marched down the streets of South Africa, Comrade Supra and myself. Uh, last year, we were on the back of the same bucky in front of Letuli House after the Palapala Farmgate scandal broke. We were calling for Ramaphosa to go. So I suppose what you are referring to in terms of that things seems to have changed yeah. is the recent exchange that I had with Comrade Supra about the fact that he voted yes 
in the impeachment vote against Advocate mm. Musisivi Mkabani. And I must be honest with you, I'm deeply disappointed by that decision that Comrade Supra had taken. I do not think it can be justified in any fashion whatsoever. And I did convey to him in a very personal way, in fact, in a 40-minute long recorded audio that I sent to him personally, I didn't share it in the yeah. public domain, how disappointed I am that he took that decision. And in fact, this particular incident that you refer to, what happened in Mangohung with the police, are one of the incidents that I refer to in that conversation that I tried to start with him. Now, I was a bit disappointed by his response because he didn't try to engage with me. He just responded by saying, look, I'm not a member of Areta. I don't need to report to you. And there which was no, which is true. Yeah. And I responded by saying, yes, you're not a member of Areta. And I never even tried to recruit you as a member of Areta because I know you're a member of the ANC. Uh, but under the circumstances, I was hoping to get something different. I was hoping to get some introspection and perhaps also some explanation to me why he did this thing, which I believe to have been very wrong. So, no, I do not want to concentrate on Comrade Supra. I do not want to launch personal attacks on him. But I think it is correct for me, from my perspective, to say that I'm deeply disappointed with that vote that he brought out. Similarly, in the way that I'm disappointed by all the MPs mm -hmm. that voted for the impeachment of the public protector, and especially those MPs that I've had a bond with in the ANC and who for a long period of time have expressed yeah. similar views with regards to radical economic transformation that I hold. Yeah. But, but what's the link between a radical economic transformation and the public protector? Well, obviously, the link is that we come from a similar political perspective about the empowerment of the people, about service to the people, about economic fundamental transformation. And you will know that some of the reasons why the public protector had to face this vilification were especially with regards to the proposals that she made, and I believe quite correctly, with regards to the South African Reserve Bank and the proposals that she made about the SARB, what she made about also the need for clarity and the need for openness about the CR17 campaign funds and also with regards to Palapala are all issues that yeah. I have supported very strongly and that in general those who are identified with the radical economic transformation movement have supported. Yep. Do you, was um, the public protector consciously um, aware that there was a grouping within the ANC that is aligning to supporting her because of the decisions that she had taken in the recommendations of certain, um, certain investigations? Well, obviously, that's a question you have to ask her. Did you ever have a meeting with her? Or? No, I haven't. And I never saw it fit or correct for me uh, with my particular political persuasion and the ideology that I adhere to, 
to try and influence the public protector. She had a job and she had to do that job without fear or favor. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is because she's someone who is concerned about the people of this country who have engaged with the communities and who evidently wanted to see the broad base of our population to be empowered, many of the views that she held, many of the uh, decisions that she had taken as public protector were those that I felt that I could support and that certainly also the radical economic transformation uh, yeah. expression in South Africa Just could quickly, be, before we move on from the point of, of the public protector, because um, even with the charges that the public protector was facing um, during the inquiry, one of those was in relation to how she dealt with the um, Estina Dairy Farm matter. Um, and without dealing with, 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 uh, with some of the merits around that case, the point that some people are making is that in that particular investigation, the public protector really failed um, South Africans, but more specifically, the community members that were supposed to benefit from the Frieda Dairy Farm um, project. Well, I would disagree. I think the public protector tried to do an objective investigation into the dairy farm project and I think that the way in which it pre was presented yeah. in the section 194 inquiry was extremely biased and that a different view and a different approach could have come to a okay. very different opinion about that matter. Initially, um, Museben Zizwani wasn't found guilty with regards to the Estina Dairy Farm mm -hmm. matter and how it was um, dealt with. Were you disappointed that he also voted in favor of the public protector being removed? Of course. Okay. 614 You can also drop me an X at Aldrin Simpia. Our studio line is 086-000-2032. we in conversation um, with the leader of Areta, that is Carl Niehaus, speaking about the political landscape, but also this question about, um, as, as he says now, he speaks about um, people within the ANC that he held the same views with and how he's disappointed now on the direction that some of them have taken. Of course, um, the argument was also put forward that this was a decision that has been taken by the ANC caucus in terms of what should happen and how they should be voting in parliament. So they must um, be towing the, the party line. But I also want to raise the question about what happened between Karl Niehaus and Ace Mahashule as well, because Ace Mahashule has gone on to start his own political party. Um, some people as uh, some people had actually expected that um, he may join uh, Karl Niehaus. Mm -hmm. uh, I think Professor um, uh, political analyst um, Harvey had also made the same a prediction as well that about two months ago that that would happen, but that didn't happen. We'd love to hear from you as well. 0614-104-107 and can also drop in X at Aldrin Simpier. The only talk radio afternoon drive show that makes sense. Beyond the headline with Aldrin Simpier right here on SAFM. In conversation with the president of uh, Areta, Carl Niehaus, who's joining us in studio, we're taking your voice notes on 614 You can also drop me an X at Aldrin Simpia, and our studio line is 086-000-2032. William, good afternoon. Hello. Aldrin. Yebo, you can, you can yes. go ahead, William. Aldrin, yes, Aldrin, I just want to say, uh, long live Carl Niehaus for, for his bravery. While this hypocrite, Mahumahari and the Muslim Zwan, they supported the very same 
person who is also investigated for Palafat. I said to, to Kalina, Kalina, stand stood as I'm also supporting my brother. You are a man. Okay. Thank, Thank you. you. It's it's William there from uh, from the Free State. And speaking about the Free State, the former Premier um, of the Free State, um, Ace Mahashile, you guys were very tight at some point as well. What happened? Well, we are still tight. We agree with each other on many of the political foundations of what needs to change in South Africa. Comrade Ace decided to go a particular route, and that was to start his own political party called ACT. I kept the door open for him to join Areta, and I continue to keep the door open for Areta, for ACT, for the UDM, for the ATM, for the EFF, all of those political parties to work together. I'm still of the view that down the road, we will find a way of working together. Mm -hmm. I'm of the strong, strong view that we need to build a united front on the basis of the ideology of radical economic transformation as a minimum program of action to change our country. And I believe that all of us can come together in some way or another in an umbrella organization to challenge what I call now today the rogue ANC and this possible disastrous alliance between the ANC and the Democratic Alliance, and that we as progressive political parties can work together in order to present a true alternative to the voters. But the idea, and and, and you said that the, the door has always been open, was an expectation that ACE would join you? Well, I obviously would have liked Comrade Ace to join me. Did you speak to him about joining? I spoke to him about his political history and also his political future. At the time when we started Areta, Comrade Ace said, look, I'm not yet uh, out of the ANC. He was still a member of the ANC. I still want to consult. So he was still Secretary General of the ANC? No, he wasn't then still Secretary General. He was expelled as Secretary General, but he was still a member. Oh, okay. In fact, he was suspended as Secretary General. Let me put my terminology right. So he was still Secretary General. He was still technically Secretary General, but suspended Secretary General. And he said, I'm still a member of the ANC. I want to consult. I said, I am out of the ANC because you remember, Aldrin, I was expelled. You're a member ace. (laughs) Uh, hmm? You're a member ACE, you're a member of the ANC. You said you're a member Eldrin. <laughs> no, no, I said remember. Oh, Eldrin, okay, okay. Which okay. is very different yeah. from a member Eldrin. Okay. I yeah. was still a member hmm. of the African National Congress. And although I was expelled, I, susp- uh, I appealed that expulsion, but the ANC was not prepared to give me a fair hearing, and then I resigned. And I said to Comrade Ace, I have to move. I'm not the kind of person who is going to sit and wait on my couch. I'm proceeding together with other comrades. And somewhere down the road, we will find ways of working together. And I'm still believing that that is possible and that eventually we will achieve that. Did, uh, Did it surprise you at all that he decided to start a new political party? Did you know about that? I was aware of it, yes. You were aware of it. I was informed in advance that he intends to do so. By him? By him. And we discussed it and we said, okay, he will do what he's doing. I'm doing what I'm doing. Down the road, we will find ways of working together 
in order to achieve our joint objectives. Then where did this whole thing about Areta being an NGO come up? How did that happen? <laughs> well, I, I'm still also surprised by that because right from the beginning, when we formed Areta, we started it as an NPO. Yeah. But in the first statement, when we started Areta as an NPO, we said the intention is to grow it into a political party but we first want to see how our membership grows. And once we have a membership, we want to then engage with the membership to get a mandate from the membership to register as a political party. And I informed Comrade Ace right from the beginning about that. And this is backed up by public statements that we have made as Areta on the 23rd of February. When we formed Areta, there was never any confusion. There was never any lack of clarity. So I was surprised with, when I heard him saying at the press conference after ACT was formed that there was an agreement that Areta would remain a, a non-profit organization, mm -hmm. an NPO, and that therefore another political party would be formed. That was an incorrect statement. And it is not the truth. The fact of the matter is right from the beginning, it was perfectly clear that Areta would devolve yeah. and eventually become a political party as we are. And we are have fully registered now. Have, have you tried to get Didi Mabuza on board as well? Have you reached out to him? I've engaged with Comrade Didi in the same way that I engage with many political figures in the country. Again, I've never asked him to join Areta. What Wha I did is I informed him, like I've informed many other political figures in South Africa about the formation of Areta. My view has always been that Areta should not be built on great personalities, yeah. should not be built on celebrities, but should be built on political principle. Did he give you a blessing, his blessings? He never oh. said to me yes or no. And I didn't take it beyond that. Okay. Let's quickly go to the mighty one who's joining us from Pretoria. Good evening. Uh, good evening, sir. How are you? Good, good man. Great. Uh, Mr. I want to direct my question to Mr. Nias. Uh, Mr. Nias, you have been part of a movement that failed our people for approximately 30 years. You have been part of the failures of, 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 of the same organization that we cherish so much to an extent that you decided to establish your party after you were aware that you're no longer welcome in the movement. So it's very difficult as voters to trust your, your, your party because in my understanding, it's just based on, on a foundation of emotions. There's not really substance in terms of philosophy and ideology and sound principles with regard to addressing the socioeconomic challenges that are facing our people. So I, it looks to me that you, you just decided to, 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 to start a new party because you're no longer welcomed in the ANC and you are going to the people with, with that emotional foundation that is very weak. So, so I, I, it's very difficult, say, honestly, to trust that. To trust that because I don't really hear anything. You were part of the movement that failed us. You were there when they were taking decisions. Yeah. You have been participating in all their programs. But yeah. immediately after you were aware that the situation is no longer, you know, friendly to you, now you come to us thinking that we regard you as an alternative. I mean, that is actually playing with the minds of South Africa. Thank you. My Thank brother, you, the mighty one. I hear what you say. Let me first of all tell you this is not a movement 
when I talk about the African Radical Economic Transformation Alliance that is built on emotion or anger. It is built on strong ideological principles of radical economic transformation. I hear what you say. I've been a member, as you correctly say, of the ANC, not even only for the last 30 years that it was in government, but for 43 years. Mm -hmm. But my history shows that the original ideals for the liberation struggle, I have advanced throughout those 43 years of my membership. I have stood up against what I believed to be the sell-out tendencies in the African National Congress, but I tried to do it inside the ANC. I joined the ANC when I was 19 years old. I was committed to those ideals of radical economic transformation as expressed in the ANC's policy documents, in the strategy and tactic documents, in the resolutions that were taken in the ANC throughout all the decades, yeah. even up to the 54th National Conference of the ANC that underpinned yeah. radical economic transformation. Aldrin, I, I know you want to come in, but I need to say this. I have left the ANC after I have registered for years, and if you go and okay. look at... Okay, let's, let's give you enough time um, okay. to, to express that point. I just quickly need to go to the news headlines. Okay. Just That's fine, I appreciate it. Thanks for the that. indulgence. Thank you. Uh, we're going to go to the uh, news headlines, and when we come back, uh, Carl Niehaus will wrap up the point that he wanted to make and perhaps take some of your calls as well as we wrap up the conversation. You are listening to Aldrin Sampia on SAFM, weekdays, 3 to 6 p.m., Okay, Carl, just quickly wrapping up the response to one of the listeners there, because it is also fair, if you think about it, that um, it is indeed the ANC that has been the governing party, and now we speak about the worst economic status of the country, and it's still the same governing party that is in charge. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to respond more comprehensively to what was a fair question. Mm -hmm. I think my history counters what the caller said, because I opposed the policy positions that the ANC took with regards to new liberal economic policy for the last 20 years, and I'm on record as having done so. I've opposed it in writings and those particular essays that I've written, those opinion pieces are there again for the public record. And in the last number of years, I've stood out very strongly as the spokesperson of Mkonto, he says, we're Military Veterans Association, and also in my own capacity as a member of the ANC to have opposed what I believe is a sell-out tendency in the African National Congress, especially during the term of President Cyril Ramaphosa. And you will know how I stood sometimes totally on my own outside meetings of the National Executive Committee protesting against what I believe to have been wrong policy positions that they've taken. So the call is wrong to say that I've suddenly had this kind of change of heart now in the last couple of months. It is not true. My personal political record speaks for itself and my commitment to radical economic transformation, which includes expropriation of land without compensation, mm -hmm. 
which includes the nationalization of the South African Reserve Bank, the fundamental transformation of our financial institutions, the transformation of our racist banks, the creation yeah. of a state bank, etc., etc. These are policy positions that I've not suddenly started supporting yesterday or even in the last year or two. I've supported them over more than a decade, and therefore my record speaks for itself, and that record is carried straight into the policy positions as expressed yes. in the 10-point plan of the African Radical Economic Transformation Alliance. Do you think that uh, President Cyril Ramaphosa has neutralized um, you guys, um, who were referred to as the RIT forces? No, he hasn't, you and he will fail to do so. Areta is there, we stand strong, we continue yep. to grow. I believe that there is, within the broad South African population, a strong support for radical economic transformation. He is trying to derail us. Of course, he's using the power of the state and those state institutions that he's hollowed out and destroyed, including the NPA, yep. including the legal system in this country. But we will continue to fight back. Areta is mobilizing wide and strongly yep. throughout the length and the breadth of this country. And we keep the ideal and the policy commitment for radical economic transformation well and alive. Yeah. And, and, and while you speak of the president that way, though, he was re-elected as president of the ANC. So clearly <laughs> ANC members still have confidence in him. Yeah. Well, it's the confidence of money at the back of bribes at the back in the 54th National Conference of over a billion rands, in the 55th National Conference, again, the money flowing thick and fast. This has got nothing to do with commitment, with ideology, even with confidence. It's got to do with bribing and buying people's votes, and that is yeah. a disgrace. And we're still waiting for that evidence, right? Well, that evidence was there. The 54th National Conference, Eldrin, the evidence is there contained in the bank statements for the CR17 campaign. Those bank statements were closed by the lackeys of President Ramaphosa in the Northern Gauteng High Court. When the public protector, Advocate Busisidim Kobane, said, open those bank statements. And in fact, when she had in her capacity as public protector access to that information. Yeah. She became an enemy. She had to be destroyed. She had to be removed for impeachment from her position as public protector. So you protector. don't believe that she wasn't incompetent that she was incompetent. You don't you don't She was the that. most um, competent public protector we had since yeah. the dawn of democracy. Uh, Carl, just quickly before we go to the lines now on zero eight six triple zero two zero three two twenty twelve um uh, Ramaphosa was running to become deputy president of, of, of the country. Uh, seemingly, he had the endorsement of a pr president at the time, uh, Jacob Zuma. What happened? I'm also shocked by that. And I've gone publicly, Aldrin, to have stated that when Ramaphosa was brought in as the deputy president of the ANC and then, also, of course, also president of the country, yeah. At that conference of the ANC National Conference in Mangahung, when Ramaphosa was brought in as deputy president, I went up onto the stage. I spoke privately, not through taking the microphone and speaking to the whole conference, 
to President Zuma and I said to him, I disagree with this decision. I've worked with Ramaphosa at close quarters when I was the national spokesperson of the ANC and he was a secretary general. He is incompetent. In my view, he's a sellout. In fact, in my view, he's an agent of monopoly capitalism. And I said to President Zuma, this is one of the biggest mistakes you've ever made and you will live to regret it. And I left that conference. I didn't even Have stay you ever for had the a conversation with him around that decision um, now later on? Yes. Mm-hmm. In fact, Th- does he, he regret he that? He reminded moment? me, he gave me a smile at Nkandlav the other day, and he said, You know, Comrade Carl, if only I'd listened to you. I remember that conversation, yeah. and you were right, and the decision that we took to put him in as deputy yeah. president was a wrong decision. So, so, so that particular aspect that says to put him in as deputy president, even though there are votes that take place, means that there is a way of engineering the outcomes of an election. Would you agree? Well, obviously, when the president of the African National Congress, together with the leadership of the ANC, decides to put up a candidate for the deputy presidency, there's an endorsement, and that endorsement obviously counts then in the election and the decision of the national conference. Now, that's not manipulation, but that's a fact that endorsement does count and does support someone to become a deputy president. In this instance, it was Cyril Ramaphosa. Okay, let's quickly go to Durban. Cabello, good evening. Hi, hi. How are you, Adrian? Good, good. Yeah, uh, greetings to uh, Comrade Carl, uh, the president of Areta. Comrade uh, 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 Carl, thank you very much for what you have done for South Africans. Thank you very much what you are doing for South Africans, black in particular. I think your initiative should be supported by all of us through the length and breadth of South Africa. I wish everybody can go and come in numbers and join and support your initiative through financially, through becoming the membership of, 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 of Areta, I'll be very much happy if you can leave the details there. If we want to donate to that organization, how we do so? Because your initiative, it's wonderful. Thank you very much, Comrade Carl. We will support you until the end of time. Thank you so much, Adrian. Cabello there from Durban. Thank you, Cabello. I Uh, just want to say thanks. And I also want to say that Areta is indeed growing from strength to strength in huge numbers. You said about 300 and what? 350,000 members. 350,000. Throughout the length and the breadth of this country. And Cabello, let me also say to you, you can go to the Areta website, which is www.aretasa.org. You can sign up as members on the membership page. You can make contributions towards the work that we are doing for the salvation of our country. 0614-104-107. Good afternoon, Adrian and Neil, Mr. Nierhaus. My question to Mr. Nierhauser and to any political party that is outside the ANC and the IFP and the PAC, when there are challenges in Nierhauser family, do you go and look for another surname or do you try <laughs> to fix things within your own surname? Will you get married to many different surnames just because you are not happy? within the near house and, uh, family. 
That is my question to you and to all the other political parties other than the ANC, the PAC, and the IFP. Okay. So why do we have to trust any party? Because they dropped out, they got angry, instead of correcting things, fighting for their family, one family. Thank you. Yeah, and that's a fair point, because at some point you convince voters to vote for a particular political party, then next thing um, the politician leaves that party. I think the caller's approach is a little bit simplistic, and the comparison between a family and a political party is not one that will hold water. But same time, we need to say, you look at a political party and say, where did this party come from? What were the ideology of this party? What informed its liberation status as a liberation struggle organization, a liberation movement? The ANC betrayed all of those ideals. And it is because of that betrayal, because the ANC that I joined in 1979, as a youngster of 19, mm -hmm. is no longer the ANC that exists today. It is now a totally different sellout organization. Okay. And under those circumstances, when one still believes in those same ideals that you joined a political party for, and the ideals that I joined the ANC originally for, I still stand by 100% then you're left with no other option but to reject that sell-out organization that have now betrayed those ideals, and you do so in pursuing still those same liberation ideals, which are now expressed clearly okay. in the policy positions of the African Radical Economic Transformation Let's quickly Alliance. go to Joseph, who's joining us from Pretoria. Joseph, please be quick. Good evening. Yes, Aldrin, just a question. Um, uh, Carl, you, you are a strong supporter of the former president, President Zuma. Mm -hmm. And you know the association of President Zuma with the Kuptas. Uh, he actually, you know, so to speak, uh, wanted to sell the country to the Kuptas. Is that the kind of radical economic transformation you are coming up with? Okay. Thank you so much, Joseph. And Joseph, that also, um, uh, Carl, as you answer that mm -hmm. question, looking at the tenure of a former president, Jacob Zuma, as well, um, the unemployment rate that has now also increased even now during the tenure of um, the former, well, now the president, sorry, of, of, of the ANC. Surely, um, former President Jacob Zuma must also take some responsibility for what happened during his tenure as president. Well, let me first of all say to Joseph, there's absolutely no shred of evidence that President Zuma so-called sold the ANC to the Guptas. This is a narrative that was developed to attack President Zuma. If you look at the, uh, at the whole commission of inquiry into state capture, there's not, again, a shred of evidence that had been provided that the Guptas had captured the South African state. It is all propaganda. It is all just hot air that had been blown in order to attack President Zuma. Now, let's deal with President Zuma's tenure. There were more black empowerment during Pre President Zuma's tenure than at any other time in the history of our democratic South Africa. There was more movement in terms of the empowerment of young people and especially students during President Zuma's tenure.
President Zuma did try very hard to follow the road of radical economic transformation, and he pushed it especially hard during the second part of his term as president of South Africa. But he was opposed right from the beginning. He was under attack from imperialism and white monopoly capitalism in South Africa throughout the nine years of his administration. The best president that we had in South Africa, and I'm not saying that President Zuma was absolutely without any fault. He's a human being. There were many mistakes also made during his tenure. But I can say categorically without any fear of contradiction that the best president that South Africa had since 1994 was Jacob Zuma, and he did more for the black man and for the African people of South Africa than any other president, and the facts speak for itself. Have you read um, Uncaptured by Musilo? Yes, I have. Okay, and that doesn't give you evidence of a state that has been captured. The South African state was not captured during the last nine years of President Zuma's tenure. It was captured by the huge capitalist institutions that came about through colonialism in South Africa, through Anglo-Americans, through the Oppenheimers, through the Ruperts, and those are the true state capturers. The Guptas could never even have hoped to capture the state. They were, economically speaking, compared to these huge economic juggernauts, a spaza shop, and they were simply used as an excuse for these big capitalist capturers to continue their capture and blame others for things that had never happened. And that's the point that the other listener was making earlier on, Carl, is that you have been a member of the ANC since you were 19. So if you speak about the capture that happened back then, you are part of that governing party. I'm talking about a capture that happened over centuries, long before the ANC became the governing party. But I agree with you that that capturing continued during the ANC's time as government. And I tried in my best possible way inside the ANC and now outside the ANC to oppose that capture. Um, That is the president of Areta there, um, Carl Niehaus. Jeez, we can go on and on with this conversation. Thank you so much, though, Carl, for coming through.